planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of the Ever Black Podcast. I'm your host, Nev. On this show, we are joined by Raul Reynolds from Enter Shikari, who will be down here next month for the massive Good Things Festival tour, which uh, we're all really, really pumped for. The lineup is incredible. Uh, I'll go through all that very soon, but I just want to give a shout-out to Tim from The Faction for airing this interview a couple of weeks ago and uh, all the support. Uh, If you haven't got the Faction Live app. Go get it now. It is free and you can stream all the heavy tunes 24 hours a day wherever you are and they've got awesome interviews uh, from so many bands and they're big supporters of the local scene. So uh, go get on that. Also want to give a shout out to our supporters Blacklight Art and Design who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They do shirts, hats, patches, you name it. If you can wear it, they can print it. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media. Awesome guys. www.blacklightad.com.au. The show is also brought to you by good buddies at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo if you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Also, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Electric Witch, who have just launched their new clothing brand and they've got some kick ass apparel. You should check them out if you like things on the darker side of life. www.electricwitch.com.au Throw them a like on uh, on the socials as well. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Everblack podcast through iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, YouTube, Facebook, where we upload them. And uh, you can re- see all our reviews and articles at www.everblackmedia.com.au All right. Well, uh, of course, if you've been living under a rock, uh, you wouldn't have uh, seen the massive, massive Good Things Festival lineup, and it is incredible. Uh, I'm going to read it to you right now. Kicking off Parkway Drive, massive headliner. Um, I we used to book them many, many years ago when they were just a hardworking touring band, and look at them now, just fucking huge. Massive festival uh, headline spots over in the States and over in Europe. And, um, yeah, they're just out there kicking ass. So they are definitely more than worthy to headline good things. Uh, We've also got A Day to Remember, Violent Soho, uh, Simple Plan, Bad Religion, Trivium, Skeggs, Simple Creatures, Carnival, The Veronicas, which heaps of people are pumped for. Uh, Coheed and Cambria have sadly had to uh, withdraw because uh, Josh has had some health issues, but um, we wish him all the best, and hopefully they'll come back soon. Uh, Falling Reverse, Enna Shikari, of course, who we've got on the show tonight. Um, Dance, Gavin Dance, Real Big Fish, who are a hell of a lot of fun live. Poppy, who I uh, am just dying to see live. Uh, Thy Art is Murder, Ice Nine Kills, The Damn Things, which features Scott Ian from Anthrax, Slowly, Slowly. Men with a Mission, The Bennies, Our Good Friends Voyager, uh, Yours Truly, Wind Waker, The Beautiful Monument, and Gravemind. But there is also a competition running where your band could win a slot on the Good Things Festival in your city. What you need to do is you need to go to the Good Things Festival website, sign up, 
created account on there, of course. Uh, the voting closes Sunday, the 17th of November. Get all your friends onto it. Here's the thing, though. You can only vote once. So you've got to make that vote count. Get on there and, uh, you know, you never know. You never know. Uh, you know, There's a lot of awesome bands uh, in Australia that I know would deserve this slot. But uh, you got to be in it to win it, guys. The festival kicks off on Friday, the 6th of December, the Flemington Race Course in Melbourne. Then Saturday, the 7th of December, at Centennial Park in Sydney. And then wrapping up in my neck of the woods on Sunday, the 8th of December, at the showgrounds in Brisbane. Tickets are on sale now at www.ozticks.com.au. Don't miss out. What a way to end of the year. It's just uh, going to be such a hell of a good time. And everyone that went last year had a blast as well. We need to um, really support these festivals and these tours that are coming out because there was a long period of time when we weren't getting anybody tour. And everyone was like, why isn't anyone tour? Well, we need to get behind it. We did lose a couple of festivals a couple of years ago, which was uh, very sad, and everyone was just waiting for the next one. So here it is. Good things. Support it, guys. Get your tickets now, and uh, let's all get in the pit and have a good time. Here is my chat with the one and only Raul Reynolds from Enter Shikari. Really good dude. Had him on the show before, and uh, just really down to earth. I love that band. Phenomenal live. Just, just they will blow your mind. Horns high, people. Enjoy. Rail, how are you, buddy? I'm not too bad, man. How are you doing? Yeah, really good, man. Uh, it's been uh, a long time since we've spoken, but uh, it's great to have you back on the show, man. Ah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it feels uh, a long time since we've uh, well, been in Australia and, and done anything spoken to Australian people. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, we're, we're looking forward to coming back. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, uh, dude, thanks for joining us on The Faction. You're heading down here in December for the Good Things Festival Tour, and, man, a hell of a lot of people are keen to see you and the boys again. It's As you mentioned, it's been, what, 2016, I believe? So we've got a hell of a lot of catching up to do. Absolutely. We we almost feel, like, just, uh, you know, guilty <laughs> for not for leaving it so long. Like it's, uh, it's annoying that it just hadn't worked out before now. Um, we were trying to... <laughs> get Australia in and in, in sort of you know routing wise like making it all make sense and it just didn't work out for since we released the, the last album The Spark so we were like okay fuck it we just got to get there as, as in whatever way we can and then luckily the Good Things Festival we invited us over so uh, yeah no we're absolutely buzzing yeah awesome man because uh, of course you know Enna Shikari has always had a, a strong connection with Australia so you should feel bad <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't feel bad. So, I mean, you've had that connection with Australia for as long as I remember. You've always, you know, had us on tour schedule. And uh, apart from the usual fans, food and girls, what, what do you love about touring here the most? Australia seems to, like, be such a good mixture of UK and America. It seems to take a lot of the good aspects of both, which is really nice. You know, the cities, the culture, the, the sort of, the, just the atmosphere. Is amazing. I'm, I'm trying to not speak about the weather, <laughs> but we're certainly looking forward to that. But I think, like, I think one of the main things for me, like the festival season uh, in Europe this year was was so great. Uh, we had such a, a lovely summer with, with so many great festivals, but and I just didn't really want it to end. So this feels like a little bonus, you know, like we're, we're going to get to experience a summer festival again, and, and not only any summer festival, you know, Australian summer festival, which is. You know, as I say, the the atmosphere is just always amazing. So, yeah, we feel really lucky to be able to get back. 
especially with this lineup for good things, man, it's it's pretty damn excellent. It's a really good build this year. So, uh, you know, of course, who, who are you keen to check out when you're not playing? It's always amazing to see Bad Religion. Uh, they're a big influence on us, I think, it's, you know, especially thematically. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Man with a Mission again. We haven't we played, we toured with them years and years ago, and they were great. But yeah, no, de- definitely going to watch those two. There's definitely a few bands that I've I've never actually seen live that I w- I'd like to to check out finally. So uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a good good day. Well, the interesting one I I, I think going to be Poppy as well. Everyone's talking about Poppy and Bad Religion, so I think it's going to be a chocker's day. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, when it comes to big festivals like this, with you know with a tighter set. How do you usually go about picking picking that? I mean, will it be heavier material for this one, or is it going to be a bit of a mix? I think for yeah, for festivals, we always just try and uh, re- like we, we, we try and make sure that every era of the band is represented because that you know mm. there's so much, there's so many different emotions conveyed in our music. So we want to make sure that that the the set feels like a bit of a journey and and kind of everything's. Uh, or as many bases as we can fit in a covered, you know. But it, is, it really is so difficult picking a set. Like, we don't argue about a lot, but that's one of the things we, we always end up just, like, <laughs> spending so long over and, like, trying to, you know... It's just that thing that you can't can't please everyone. Um, but, of course, then as well, like, we know that we haven't toured since we released The Spark, so we sort of feel a bit pressured as well to kind of play, uh, you know, slightly weight the set in favour of those songs as, as none of them have ever been played down under. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough. We'll, uh, we'll have to get on to making the set soon because it's going to take a while. Like, so. Well, in regards to uh, The Spark, that came out in 2017 and it's a bit more melodic compared to your previous albums. And uh, same with the, the recent single, Stop the Clocks. Is, is that something you guys are looking at exploring more with future material? I mean, it's melody, I think, like, it's just so important for me. Like, you know, I, I grew up with with Motown and Northern Soul. Like, my dad was a, a DJ in, in that world. Mm. So melody is just embedded to me. Like, I, I could never be in sort of a, a death metal band or something because, like, I, I just... Uh, melody and harmony is just what I live for, really. But I don't know. I think, you know, we're, we're a band that just always likes to progress and always likes to discover different ways that that shikari can kind of produce music um i think it's it's a bit too early to tell at the moment with the next one like we've, we've just started writing and demoing and stuff we're, we're going into the studio in a few weeks to, to like properly start recording but i mean i wouldn't say that it's going to be i mean stop the clocks felt more like the end of the spark era i think it was like the sort of the disney mm. ending you know the happy ending to what was <laughs> you know an album that that was was you know quite somber really. It had a lot of difficult themes addressed on it. Yeah. Um, and stop the clocks felt like the the kind of more positive full stop on on that time period. Whereas now the stuff that's coming out at the moment seems to be a little bit more I don't know kind of kind of more on edge. I I think that's just the way that, that the world is at the moment. You know, no yeah. one really knows what the hell is going on. Like it's. There's there's so many unexpected things happening almost every month. So I think that that there'll be yeah, without sort of making broad statements, I'm sure that the next album <laughs> will be a, a little more on edge. Awesome, man. Well, uh, you know, if I'm correct, the band formed what, what, like 20 years ago, or just you know under a different name. Uh, of course, but was it 20 years? 20 years? Yeah, well, Shikari? I mean, Shikari was was 2003. Ah, um, uh, yeah, and I mean, our first album came out in 2007. 
but yeah, I mean, the, the three of us, so me, Rob, and Chris were in bands together before Shikari as well. You know, we, we've basically been playing music since we were 11, so yeah. Well, I mean, you've stuck together pretty much all, all, all these years. Most bands have at least eight lineup changes in that time. Yeah. What's your secret, yeah. man? I mean, you, you're like a little brotherhood there, hey? Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. I've, because we haven't known anything different, for us, mm. it just feels like complete normality. You know, like, I grew up in the Beatles. That was four guys. That that was the band. It wouldn't be the Beatles if it was not those four. And that just feels like, I mean, I'm not comparing us to the Beatles, but, like, that, you know, that feels like what it wouldn't... It would, it would feel almost... Not just wrong, but scary. If we'd had a lineup change, it would just yeah. be like, well, I'm so so comfortable making music and playing music with these guys, and we 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 work so well together. And we, you know, by this stage, we know so much about each other, and we we have like a almost like a language, you know, that that no one else would understand. Like we listen, we're always introducing each other to different styles of music, and we're always kind of pushing each other and progressing. So, like, it would just stall the process so much if anything changed in, in that respect. So, I, yeah, I just feel very sort of lucky and grateful that, thankfully, none of us sort of have big egos. So there's, there's nothing that sort of gets in the way there. And we're all quite laid-back people. We're not exactly looking for conflict. Uh, you know, if anything, we're running away from it. Um, <laughs> so, like, so we're always, yeah, we, we never kind of get to a stage where, it feels like we're, you know, not able to, to continue with the, the four members that are there. For us, that just feels normal. It's pretty special, dude. To be honest, like that's it's rare. And it's well, I mean, but, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel lucky. Yeah, I, absolutely. Well, uh, it's also the tenth anniversary of your second album, Common Dreads, and uh, it's been re-released, I believe, with a glow-in-the-dark vinyl. Is that is that right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's been out of print for quite a few years, so we've been. We've uh, put up with a, a lot of calls for it, and so it's, it's great to finally have it out. Well, I mean, the, the, unfortunately, the, the glow in the dark one's already sold out. But I think there's oh, there's like a few left of the the normal sort of black vinyl, um, but yeah, it, it most of like almost every, you know there were various sort of like bundles, and almost all of them sold out within the first 24 hours. So it's oh, pretty, man. pretty ridiculous. Did you swipe one yourself? Did you get get one for for yourself at least? Uh, I didn't actually. I'm like the least sentimental person. Like I don't have anything. <laughs> like luckily, uh, sort of, I have my mum for that. She collects like everything, you know, from like magazine front covers, and she has all the different pressings of everything. So luckily, there is, you know, a sort of a family memory box <laughs> that all of that stuff is. But no, I'm useless for that kind of thing. <laughs> That's really sweet, though. That she's she, you know, she's she's super proud. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. You released a book uh, of lyrics called "The Future Historians," and uh, it, that's brilliant, mate. It's got all your lyrics. How did how did that idea come about? I think for me, I'm like I'm a real details person. Like I don't subscribe to the sort of I, I you know what I would I would say is slightly lazy common knowledge that that sort of art shouldn't be dissected or shouldn't be looked into you know we should just appreciate and appreciate it mm. and treat it as this like magical thing that happens like i I've, i always want to know exactly how things work you know exact you no know, you know this chord changing to this chord made me feel like this why like that you know that that's my thought process so 
I, I think lyrically as well, like I want to know what people are singing about. I want to know what emotions they're trying to convey with the music. And so it really is just like a book to a younger me. You know, if if, if the younger me was a fan of, of my band in this ridiculous scenario, uh, I think it's just like something I would appreciate from bands that I loved as a kid and something I'd appreciate from bands that I love now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, would, I would like that level of, of, of knowledge. And I think that would only bring me closer to the artist. So yeah, it's, it's a lyric book, but also has an essay uh, for each song, basically describing what the the song's about, the influences, uh, and the various contexts for, for each song. And it was it was a joy to write as well. It was a it's a bit of a process of rediscovery, you know, like looking back over, especially the first album, which is well over ten years old now, working out what I was singing about. It was it was quite interesting, sort of going back retrospectively and and kind of delving in and and working working out what I was uh, trying to get across. But it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a, a really interesting book to write, and uh, uh, I hope people uh, enjoy it. I, I saw it. I've seen it. Yeah, I've got to get my hands on it. It looks, yeah, it sounds like it's amazing. And you're right. I mean, I wish more bands would do that. I think you're pioneering something there, and especially, you know, for fans. Fans want that. So, well done, mate. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm under sort of no illusions that, like, there's only going to be a certain percentage of people that are into the band that want to go to that level of you know mm. knowing what it what it all is about but yeah as i say like for me that that's something that i really enjoy is there any sneaky shikari system sets around the country while you're here do you reckon you could you're going to be doing some side stuff? um no i mean there's nothing planned uh i'd certainly be open to, to spinning some change yeah um yeah, it might be the type of thing where we get there and we're just going to be so knackered. <laughs> we're, only, we're only going to be there for four days, um, so it'll be hard to cram things in. But yeah, we're always open open to party, for sure. Awesome, man. Well, uh, of course, what's, what's next for you, dudes, in the 2020? You, you said you, you're going to be recording? Yeah, that, that's kind of all that's really on my mind now. Like, apart from Good Things Festival, that, that's it. There's no other shows in the in the pipeline. It's just fully focused on... On writing and recording the the next record, uh, which is really exciting. Like I'm, I'm producing this one uh, myself, and we we've kind of done we've done a fair bit of demoing demoing kind of all over the place. Like even on the the tour in America that we have just finished last week, we we did some recording in um, in Texas whilst we were there. It, it's just like trying to feed back the energy that we find on tour and, and that we find in all these different places that that we we get to visit, like feeding that back in, into the, the new music is a really interesting process. So yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to sort of bringing these, these skeletons of tunes to, to life. Is there a working title? Oh no, I mean, for, for me, lyrics always come last, uh, you know, almost mm. sort of worryingly late in the process. Like I, I don't make it easy <laughs> for myself. It's quite, it can often be quite stressful, but I think for me, the, the music has to be at a certain stage where you really have a good sort of bearings of, of mm. what emotions you're feeling from the music and, you know, what, what you think you can try and convey with it. And it's only then that I'm like, okay, maybe I can address this subject and, and this theme and whatever. So, um, yeah, no, that won't come for, for a while yet. Well, it's super exciting, dude. And we can't wait to see you and the boys down here this December for the Good Things Festival. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, until then, man, stay safe. No, thank you for having me. We're really looking forward to it, mate. Cheers. Whole Foods Market knows that wellness doesn't look the same for everyone. For some people, it's shopping for fresh produce and organic ingredients to cook with. For others, wellness looks like stocking up on chef-prepared meals ahead of a busy week. 
It's supplements. It's taking some me time with a new hydrating face mask or a well-deserved bath bomb soak in the tub. Whatever wellness looks like to you, you can find it at Whole Foods Market. And that includes guidance. Ask a team member and they'll do their best to point you in the right direction. Be healthy. Be happy. Be whole at Whole Foods Market.